0: but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more go to buryyourgold.com. the product is fully guaranteed with a money back guarantee hey everybody dave hodges here host of the common sense show we are the show that is freeing america one enslaved mind at a time and we're really glad to be with you here on the doug and dave intel report and we have an important topic Doug and I have done a fair amount of work actually a lot of work both on the TV side and somewhat on the radio debunking the official narratives of these false flag attacks masquerading as mass shootings. Oh there's mass shootings there's planned mass shootings and we've had another one today. Ladies and gentlemen we are going to expose what administrations are most complicit and there will be one inescapable conclusion when we are done we're brought to you by storable food water filtration and diversifying your income through gold number one food storable food the strangleholds being put on the food supply there's no denying that every day a factory burns down related to food millions of chickens are put to death Fires kill poultry. You you hear it every day. Something's happening. They are taking your food away from you. In the UK, they're giving kids bugs for lunch as an experiment. I kid you not. So, having said that, get your storable food while you still can. No price increase. Good sale. Get all the details about the worthiness of the product, which are many. Go to preparewithdave.com. Now, you need to have water. With the roving blackouts, who knows how long your power is going to be off. So you're going to need to have water filtration. You may be scavenging for water. And the best in the business is the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. Research is there at waterwithdave.com. And they're on their last legs for supply. I'm the lone vendor in the United States because of this. And I don't know how many there are. I'm just telling you they're not going to be around long. And they're the best in the business. So go to waterwithdave.com. And then finally, gold and silver and palladium and platinum and gold-proofing your IRA. There's millions of things they can do for you. I'm a customer of Noble Gold. And they will diversify you. If you keep all your money in the bank, well, be prepared to lose all your money to the bank. So we hope that you'll listen to what I'm telling you. You can get a hold of them two ways. You owe it to yourself if you have a nest egg to protect to call 877-646-5347, 877-646-5347 or go to goldbeforelate.com. That's goldbeforelate.com. They'll send you electronic material. But you'll have to call them because they will not pursue you. They are not aggressive you have to close every deal. I know, I speak from experience four times over. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Diversification to save what you've earned. You've got the water filtration, and you've got the food. Those are three of the elements in our survival list of food, water, guns, gold ammo, natural medicine, and tools. Well, we have Doug Thornton with us here, Doug and Dave Intel Report. And, uh, Doug, I don't know where we'd be if we didn't have all these murderous Republicans killing everybody. Uh, That's what the Democrats are saying. They're calling the Republicans genocidal masters. The data doesn't quite bear that out, does it?
1: No, it doesn't. And we have quite the data. Um, Yep. Of course, sadly, we have to report that today there was another mass shooting. uh, Yet again, another active shooter, this time in Tulsa, Oklahoma, with four victims and number five being the shooter. It is often counted that the shooter is considered to be one of the victims of the crime violence or the gun violence. Uh, I believe one of the reasons why is because the gun is always the problem. But if the person didn't have a gun and wanted to go kill people, well, you know, just like in Waukesha, he could have just gotten his vehicle and drove over people. Or, like in China, he could have just got a knife and killed over 20 people with it. That's why we need to ban knives. This it's is the, the problem with today's society. Yep. It's not that we have more access to weaponry than ever. We've always had access to weaponry. Uh, back in the 1700s and 1800s and 1600s, people had access to cannons and battleships with cannons on them, or privateers with cannons on them. Uh, but the real problem... Dave, I think the real problem is that we have a unlimited fettered access to the internet and to very subversive language, uh, subliminal messaging. We have a government that is known uh, to have, how would you say this, experiment with hundreds of thousands of people from MKUltra or other projects like what the DoD does. And we know that they can drive people into insanity by using extremely low-frequency waves, uh, by using various different techniques, uh, uh, by using radar. There's all different types of ways that the government has discovered on how to make a normal person become unhinged, let alone, Dave, broken homes, uh, demonized people, People that have involved themselves within gangs, people in secret societies, then we have the privateer armies of these uh, drug lords. The list grows on and on, and also the Clintons. You know, they're they're probably the one of the leading causes for uh, mass shootings, but no one ever catches them. We have an epidemic in this country. What's the answer to it? I think the only real answer to it is for you to arm yourself with a pistol and to get training on it and to carry said pistol every time you walk out the door. That, uh, Dave, I think that's really the only thing. And that, and, and go to good shooting courses where you learn what you're doing with your weapon. You know how to fix mistakes when they happen. You know how to fix malfunctions and where you also know how to Uh, properly use tactical medicine like tourniquets, pressure bandages, uh, how to stop shock, how to stop the bleeding. That really is the only thing that prepares you. And Dave, you know why that's an accurate statement? Because that's what law enforcement and the military is trained. But the public is trained, run, hide, fight. That's not fair. We have a, a public, we the people, who can carry guns legally, concealed or unconcealed. But where is the training for the population? It's not there. Nobody wants that liability. But just imagine, Dave, could you imagine what the United States would be like if you had to have experienced at least uh, six to eight months' worth of proper gun safety, range time with actual experts on on the firing line, and learning how to use a weapon properly, learning how to, uh, I guess you could say, respect that weapon, much like what they used to do back in the 50s and 60s with the shooting teams that happened in the schools. Uh, My mom was a part of one of those shooting teams. And I think it's very interesting how we have gravitated away from that way of thinking. We seem to be a much more progressive and a smarter society but yet we've killed more people and Dave and I are going to talk about it we've we've killed more people uh, within the past five or six presidencies than I think has happened uh, since World War II with active shooters what do you think Dave?
0: well I think this we had a lady that was a sponsor at a graduation party and a man who was not supposed to have a gun, so so much for taking the guns away will save us all, he was uh, guilty of uh, domestic abuse, preventing him from owning a gun. He shows up with an AR-15 and sprays the crowd. Fortunately, no one was hit. The sponsor, she was, uh, she had a license to carry. She pulled out gun out of her purse and killed him with one shot. Um, she saved numerous deaths. She should be on Good Morning America, CNN, all these news stations as a hero but she's not and the reason she's not, number one, she's not a white supremacist, she's a black female number two, she used gun in self-defense and save lives that destroys their narrative and, and the other thing I think too is this, is that uh, reporters actually tried to pin down the new White House press secretary who is really out of her element, she's way over her head but anyway, that being what it is they pressed her. Why isn't Biden moving to harden the schools? And when you and I have talked about $40 billion that we sent to Ukraine would we'll go a long way towards protecting students immediately. And she said, that's not an option. We're only interested in gun control and taking away the dangerous guns and getting a weapons of war off the street. This bullcrap doesn't even make any sense. They don't care about the kids because a mass shooting could happen next week and we could have already started arming the schools with uh personnel that are armed. And, and Doug, nothing. Nothing's being done, and yet they won't have made a dent in the guns. And then today, north of the border, Justin Trudeau told the Canadians, You don't have the right to own a gun, you don't have the right to self defense, you don't need it. And yet this is an era of defund the police and they'll come when they can and they'll get there just in time to draw a line, a chalk line around your cold dead body. That's what I think, Doug.
1: Well, I mean we're we are climbing the ladder, Dave, when it comes to shootings. And I'm sitting here updating a PowerPoint uh for the active shooter presentation that I'm gonna be giving uh for our active shooter uh, reaction class. Uh, and and if people don't know this, I'm going to be hosting a active shooter awareness and reaction class, which is uh, going to be hosted uh, by Ready Made Resources, Bob Griswold. It'll be at his uh, location. Uh, that's going to be in the first weekend of September, and we're going to go over everything active shooter, uh, the shooters, the most uh, known active shooters, who they were, what their tendencies were, uh, the mental backgrounds that we can get. We're going to go over the weaponry, the reason why the weaponry was used, if possible. We're going to go over a whole smorgasbord of stuff, Dave, and you're actually going to be giving a presentation there as well. And we're going to be doing a lot of, you know, let's say tactical training. We'll leave it at that. We we don't want to put too much out there, but it Dave, we talked about doing this before the active shooters started. Yes. This was planned, what, two or three months ago. Two or three months ago, before the active shooters started. And we have talked about numerous times how many active shooters are possibly going to be this year. And I told you, I think at least eight major active shooters. At least eight major. That means it's got to make mainstream headlines. They didn't count the the active shooters in Portland over Memorial Day weekend or New York, but Tulsa made the headlines. So by my standing right now, Dave, I think we have like three or four more left, and then we've hit eight. If we go above eight, my lord. But folks, I, I'm what I'm really getting at is is actually not nearly where we're at. Let's let's talk about where we're at right now on active shooters. I think this may surprise a lot of you. So far this year, for, and me and Dave were just verifying the numbers, I got 233 mass shootings based off the government standards of three people shot in one sitting or more since January of 2022. 233 of them which right now by those standards is 374 deaths and a unknown amount of people that have been injured uh, right you know right now it's just it's unknown but let me let me give you this one little uh, tidbit and this is very interesting major mass shootings by presidency Bill Clinton had 8 major mass shootings with 62 dead and 78 injured in total. George W. Bush, 8 shootings, 75 dead and 62 injured in total. Obama, 24 shootings, 236 dead and 275 injured, which would, for Bush and Obama... That would average out to about four shootings per term. And then we have Trump. Four major mass shootings. Another one. Do you see a pattern here? Four mass shootings per term. That's kind of the the roundabout. Um, 83 dead. Well over 600 injured. Biden so far, 233 mass shootings in one and a half years. Over 374 deaths and an unknown amount of injuries at this time. Dave, what do you think about that? What is your honest opinion about that? Well, when
0: we look at the um, Republicans versus Democrats for mass shootings, the Democrats dwarf the Republican With Dave.com that's waterwithdave.com save $80 for a short time administrations and that's because I firmly believe as we're discovering with the last two false flags uh, them speaking about Buffalo and Uvalde we know there are problems in terms of just accepting everything at face value and what we are seeing is every time the Democrats have a mass shooting They call for gun control. When the Republicans have a mass shooting, they look for intervention strategies. What can they do to stop it? So clearly the Democrats want your guns. But I want to point out something else. That Trudeau... Well, here's the deal. Australia and New Zealand, they brutalized their citizens physically and psychologically during the lockdowns because they don't have guns in their countries. Canada has limited guns, and now they're going to have no guns. And the same thing, the U.K., the same thing. So if you take what they call the Kansak nations, that's New Zealand, Australia, Canada, and the U.K., um, they can abuse their citizens because their citizens can't defend themselves. And in China, in Shanghai, with 25 million people, we saw the epitome of that. Pets beat to death, kids taken away from parents at force, and locking people in until many of them starve to death. that's the epitome of tyranny but in the English speaking nations right now they're taking away the guns but they're also taking away the police so not only will they not defend you you're not allowed to defend yourself you have to ask yourself what's coming and for an answer to that we have an historical precedent the University of Hawaii Democide Project and people look that up DEMO Democide Project multi-decade project from the University of Hawaii and what they say is that... Well, they give you all kinds of data. Which is worth worse, death by government or death by war in the 20th century? And easily war is, is uh, outpaced greatly by death by government. And what we also know is that every genocide, 16 of them in the 20th century, each one was preceded with gun confiscation. And we're headed down a very dark path historically. So I have to say, they don't want us to be able to defend ourselves. They want us to be at their mercy, which means they can dispose of us if we become too much of a burden economically. If they don't like our politics, they won't just take our bank accounts, they'll take us. That's what I think, Doug.
1: Well, I, you know, I think it, at the end of the day, it really comes down to kind of like what you were saying. Having the overall advantage over the civilian populace Means taking away any type of firearms that would make the civilian populace not on an equal to ground of the federal government, and that ground would be based on guns period now you would say that the federal government obviously outweighs us because they have aircraft carriers and battleships and submarines with nukes on them and you know we we got all different types of stuff they they got you know. Men in the infantry dressed up as women with high heels now, so they're obviously out outnumbering all of us. But what it really comes down to, Dave, is Vietnam and Afghanistan. I think what these people forget is that a very clever and crafty people with just a little bit of materials and the will to resist can and will survive a major national or a major nation like America uh, and and their efforts to thwart them in any type of guerrilla tactics. And I think America would be the number one home of the guerrilla warfare fighter because we have the most returned veterans from multiple active wars. And we also have an extremely active populace into the art of gunplay. A lot of people who are not, you know, military or law enforcement have a lot of guns. They got a lot of gear. They got a lot of training. And they have the cojones to get out there and resist tyranny. And good on them. We need more people like that. But what is it that's going to be the overall uh, de facto reason for why they're going to come after our guns? Oh, man. Let me just get into it here for a second. Hold on. Just a second.
0: Okay, Doug's pulling up his data here, and we're going to be talking about more stats to validate the the trend towards uh, making the people defenseless.
1: Okay, so Dave, this is the number of victims of the worst mass shootings in the United States between 1982 and May 2022. And the list is rather long. All right. So, starting with Las Vegas Strip Massacre. This was in 2017, Las Vegas, Nevada. 58 fatalities, 546 injured. Orlando Nightclub Massacre, Orlando, Florida, 2016. 49 fatalities, 53 injured. Virginia Tech Massacre, Blacksburg, Virginia, 2007. 32 fatalities and 23 injured Sandy Hook Elementary Massacre, Newtown, Connecticut, 2012 27 fatalities, 2 injured Texas First Baptist Church Massacre, Sutherland Springs, Texas, 2017 26 fatalities, 20 injured Luby's Massacre in Colleen Texas, 1991 24 fatalities, 20 injured San Ysidro McDonald's Massacre, San Ysidro, California, 1984, 22 fatalities, 19 injured. El Paso Walmart Mass Shooting in El Paso, Texas, 2019, 20 fatalities, 26 injured. Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, Parkland, Florida, 2018, 17 fatalities, 14 injured. United States Postal Service Shooting in Edmond, Oklahoma, 1986, Fifteen fatalities, six injured. And you have the San Bernardino mass shooting. That was the Christmas Day shooting. And uh, San Bernardino, California, 2015. That was actually considered an Islamic extremist attack. That was 14 fatalities and 21 injured. Binghampton shootings in Binghampton, New York in 2009. Fourteen fatalities, four injured. Fort Hood Massacre, Fort Hood, Texas, 2009, 13 fatalities, 30 injured. Columbine High School, Littleton, Colorado, 1999, 13 fatalities, 24 injured. Aurora Theater Shooting, Aurora, Colorado, 2012, 12 fatalities, 70 injured. The Naval Yard Shooting in Washington, D.C. in 2013. I actually uh, almost responded to that. That was 12 fatalities and 8 injured. Thousand Oaks Nightclub in Thousand Oaks, California, 2018, 12 fatalities, 22 injured. Virginia Beach Municipal Building shooting in 2019, 12 fatalities, 4 injured. Tree of Life shooting at the synagogue in Pittsburgh, 11 fatalities, 6 injured. Gmac massacre in Jacksonville, Florida, 1990. 10 fatalities, 4 injured. I'm Red doing Jackson, an interview. Minnesota, 2005. 10 fatalities, 5 injured. Santa Fe High School shooting in Santa Fe, Texas, 2018. 10 fatalities, 13 injured. Boulder supermarket shooting in Boulder, Colorado, 2021. 10 fatalities, no injuries. Buffalo Supermarket Massacre, Buffalo, New York, 2022, 10 fatalities, 3 injured. Dayton Entertainment District in Dayton, Ohio, 2019, 9 fatalities, 27 injured. So, as you notice, the most common thing amongst all these shooters is that they're double digits. They're double digits because typically the way an active shooter is going to employ themselves. It's going to first, let's talk about the instruments, they're going to assume uh, the best weapon for the job, or the most available weapon. Typically the most available weapon has been a rifle, AR-15 style, with a 30-round magazine, and then it would be a semi-automatic pistol with at least a 10 to 15 round magazine. Not clips, they're magazines. What we notice is that the um, the accuracy of most shootings is very poor unless the shooter was very close. Uh, one of the stranger things about this is that with the Buffalo Supermarket Mass Shooter in New York recently he was very accurate and for someone to not have training that is very strange but once again the AR-15 was designed as a point and shoot weapon literally the barrel is long enough and the way the weapon is uh, configured that you just point the barrel towards somebody and Due to ballistics of a 5.56, if they're within 50 meters, that bullet is most likely hitting them. Uh, So that is one of the reasons why shooters will use the AR-15 in semi-automatic platforms. Uh, The other thing is, we see that the average of the shooter victims uh, that have died are in the double digits. Here's one of the reasons why. One of the reasons why, and it's why we talk about run, hide, and fight, is that typically, while people are running, their backs are towards the shooter, and they are not facing the shooter, not confronting the shooter, they're not weaving, they're not zigzagging, they're running. And because they're running, and typically most of these shootings are done indoors, people will then be funneled into an area where it's not hard to shoot and hit somebody every one or two or three shots. So, you have a very unique perspective from shooters who, I would only guess, Dave, they look at other shooters and what works. That's one of the uh, theories that we have in law enforcement is that active shooters study each other which is one of the reasons why we know that active shooters are motivated to kill because of other successful active shooters and i do mean successful and how many successful have we had a lot a, a very much lot we've had enough active shooters to happen in this country for almost every crazed ideology out there, to include the attempted assassinations on presidents, to fill up enough crazy people for probably the next hundred years were the shootings. Here's one of the problems, uh, and we know this for fact, is how many times, Dave, let's step on toes for a second, Dave, shall you? Well, let's join me in stepping on toes. How many times were the FBI involved in these active shooters? And by that, I don't mean that they participated in the shooting. I mean that they were involved with communication prior with the shooter. We know for certain Buffalo, which has come into uh, you know come back into the press, had at least one retired FBI agent from Texas that was in this. Uh, 4chan or whatever a Discord chat group I don't know what it is that the kids do at their video games some sort of an online chat group in this video game and the shooter actually disclosed the, the entails of what he was going to do 30 minutes prior and we know that to an extent this FBI agent who's uh, I guess you could say code name was called Sandman and another person who may or may not have an affiliation with the FBI agent groomed this kid told him what type of tactics and weapons to use for this killing and knew of it and did nothing reported nothing Dave what do you think about that well i think of it like the la public
0: schools same thing uh there no excuse me this is in the state legislature pardon me i misspoke in the state legislature in the senate they passed a bill that basically took away the report requirements for death threats so if you're in a school let's say a teacher hears a student say i'm so mad wait till i come back with a gun and kill all you blanky blanks." well that used to be actionable you would have told an administrator, the police would have been called, the person would have been arrested. They probably would have done a psych eval for 72 hours and evaluated the threat, investigated him for weapons, take any weapons from them. Now, in the state of California, they are proposing that you can no longer act against the student for verbal threats against school or school personnel, including
1: students. hard to believe isn't it well i guess uh, i guess i would say because i wasn't an academic
0: the common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals from my pillow for example they've got half off my pillow bed sheets more than half off their slippers their sandals their mattresses their topper covers women's lingerie Uh, they have extremely great products as you all know Ladies and gentlemen, right now, go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code
1: Hodges. But if I was an academic, if I was a teacher, let's say Rekker actually went back to college and finished his degree and became a history teacher. Uh, if I was in school teaching with, with the kids, and because most likely it would be high school, Um, and I found out that there was a student who had planned to do an active shooter and law enforcement was not involved based off of school policy, Dave, I would have filed a suspicious activity report. It's called a SAR report. I would have made the 911 hotline. I would have went straight to one of the detectives at my local police department and ratted. (laughs) Because... I I would rather lose my job than lose kids' lives, and that's just the plain fact of it. And I know you probably feel the same way. There's no way. There's no way that teachers um, can hear something like that and not report it. I mean, what else would they not report, Dave? Rapes. Do you want to hear the reason why? Because the reporting
0: would negatively impact a greater proportion of minority students. But they offered no data in their rationale.
1: You know the rationale that that reminds me of? That reminds me of something very silly I just recently read today. That the WHO says that the Gay Pride Month should continue, even though monkeypox is the most spread viral agent amongst that community, and that the community should not, not go through with any of their parades, because it would be detrimental to the community, even though monkeypox has a higher spread rate than COVID, as they're saying right now. Uh, we live in a clown world. Well, that, that's, that's just what it's come down to. We live in an absolute clown world. Here, let's, let's, uh, let's expound upon the clown world mania. Let me pull something up for you, Dave, because I think you'll, you'll find this interesting. Here's a number of mass shootings in the United States between 1982 and May of 2022 by the shooter's race or ethnicity. We had 68 mass shootings by white people. 21 mass shootings by black people. 10 mass shootings by Latinos. 8 mass shootings by Asians. 5 by other races. 3 by Native American races. 12 unknown or unclear. Most likely that means the shooter was not identified so white people obviously uh, had the most amount of shootings because we make up the largest amount of people in this country Um, so that's why I'm not really too shocked by that here's one number of mass shootings in the United States between 1982 and May of 2002 by the shooter's gender 123 of these mass shootings were done by males Three by females. Two of them were done by male and female uh, accomplices. One of those would be the mass shooting for the Christmas party in San Bernardino. I think that was 2013 or 14. And that was an Islamic extremist attack. Dave, here's something. Let's, Let's talk about the gender real quick. When we hear of a mass shooting, what is the first thing and be be you know unbiased when you say this. When you hear mass shooting in the news, what is the first image that comes to your mind of who that shooter is? Race, age, build. Uh, white, forties,
0: loner, a little overweight. Um, usually has a job, often a spouse. Those are some of the hallmark
1: profilings we see out of the FBI. And see, and that's that's interesting, because in my mindset, what I expect to see is a young kid between the ages of 16 and 25 who is most likely going to be white, most likely going to be left-leaning, they'll have some sort of extremist ideology, and they will be skinny. Most likely. All right. Why is it that we don't see the football jocks, the, the captain of the offense or defense for the football teams, going and doing the mass shootings? Or the captain of the wrestling team? Or the uh, the captain of the cheerleader squad for the ladies? You don't see the gold medal athletes from track and field? You don't see the president of the chess club. What I'm getting at is there is a component here. There is a series of kids that seem to be isolated, segregated from society. To some extent, some people will blame it on bullying Some people will blame it on the broken home. I think the broken home has probably 90% of most problems with these shooters. And the other part, Dave, I would say is the children who have mental illness, underlining or or maybe not well-documented mental illness, and then are involving themselves with things like very violent video games, violent TV uh, violent music, and I hate to sound like a '90s parent when I say that, uh, but stats do, you know, do prove this, and they seem to have a manifesto of some extent. There's an emotional tie for why they do things. You know, Johnny made fun of me, or or Susie won't date me, or everybody thinks I'm I'm this, or they think I'm that. It's all. It seems to always be like this woe is me, uh, vendetta against other people. Uh, But we didn't see that with the mass shooter in Buffalo, New York. That's why I think this kid stands out to me as a programmed person. say that again how did you arrive at the programming part the way I arrive at the programming part is more or less this if you study psychological operations and MK Ultra, and I mean the nitty gritty of the victims and the techniques and then you study the things that the CIA did and that the FBI did starting in the 50's progressing to the 80s, you'll know that they had their hands in everything from the media to music, to movies, to commercials, to the flicker rate of the TV, the subliminal messaging, and then you have the... Uh, Heavy rock music and rap music, which if you delve into that, a lot of people tell you that that's a lot of psychological operations and CIA stuff that was involved with that. And also, you know, black magic and, and Satanism. You have all these things added together, and it's amplified even more now in 2020 and 2021-22 time frame. And kids have YouTube and Twitter and Instagram they have access to all different types of information that when I, you know, grew up in the 90s and, and, uh, you know, graduated in 2006, uh, we didn't have access to stuff like that. And you more certainly didn't have access no. to stuff like that. No, that's right. We, and we I think the TV more technologically Canada. advanced our nation gets, the more these three letter agencies have the ability to open doors into children's minds because it's right there at the fingertips. The kid that's in um I'll give it to you like this, the kid that was in Florida just recently, arrested by the sheriff's department because he texted his childhood friend at his elementary school that he'd planned on shooting up the school. a ten year old with a cell phone blew my mind. Who would give a 10 year old a cell phone if it had my, if, you know, if it was one of my kids and it had my number or my, my wife's number and that's it. Okay. I can understand that. That's a communication device between, you know, mom and dad and the child. But the ability to have internet, the video games, um, you know, the YouTubes, all the social media stuff. A child's brain is not complete at that age. And I would tell you this much, Dave, and you may agree or disagree, but even as a young man in your early 20s, the mind is still developing and changing and ideas are changing. And by the time you hit the late 20s, you're thinking even differently than you were in your early 20s. And by the time you hit your 30s, you look back and go, man, when I was 28, I still classified myself as a child to an extent. And we're putting so much of this technology and depravity upon these kids. You almost don't even have to give them drugs at this point. You change them so much dramatically mentally that these kids believe the violence is uh, a real option for them. You know what I mean? They really believe that the violence is the way they need to go. They don't have the moms and dads, I guess, with the support system. They don't have the psychological support system from the schools because the schools typically will spend that money not on security, not on on the psychological stuff. Uh, They'll spend it on sports. So we have an overall breakdown all together. I just don't see a a way out of it right now. I really don't.
0: Well, I think this ties right into what we know about Buffalo. Uh, Kid was on online video violent games, uh, the Gendron kid, the uh, mass murderer.
1: And tell the audience who was there with him. Yeah, there was an FBI agent playing in these violent video games, talking to him, coercing him, telling him what type of guns he should get, how he should attack uh, people at this... uh, store that he was talking about going to and then 30 minutes prior he holds his own personal chat room where he videos it live for these people and then goes on a shooting rampage so I'm saying it doesn't make sense to me it, it, it's there's it's it's one of those this is going to be one of those shootings that's going to bother me for a couple years. Because of the anomalies, uh, especially when I look at this from a law enforcement perspective, the manifesto is very forced. It's very forced. It's very sporadic to a, to an extent. Uh, there's not a lot of emotion there. It's like if I told a computer to write me a story and that was what I would receive. A lot of factual stuff, statistics stuff. Uh, then I have, you know, regurgitated material from the government. That's not an emotional outburst. That's what I expect to get. An emotional outburst. Random, uh, talking points. But we didn't get that with this kid. And then we have to ask ourselves, how is it that we have the shooting in Buffalo The FBI agent is in Texas, the retired agent. He's out of Texas. A week later, we have Uvalde in Texas. And it's a leftist kid again. All right, So it's two in a row. And then we also have the Spooks plane that flew from uh, Hood to Uvalde and then almost immediately left. And I have some information on that if you want to tell people. Let me pull this up because I, I think I have information you may not on this. Because <laughs> these are the things that really bother me about this. Um, I, I, We've said this before, we don't believe in coincidences here. I refuse to believe in coincidences. And I think what the most interesting thing about this so far... Here, let's pull this up. Is that this guy went on this shooting spree not too far uh, after the shooting that happened in Buffalo and then right before Trump was supposed to land and he's supposed to go and talk to everybody at the NRA convention. Do you think that that within itself seems rigged like if this was a setup to an extent do you believe that yeah no question no question here dave give me a second okay well
0: you know how many coincidences do we buy until we have a conspiracy and that's the age old i mean um the similarities between uvaldi and uh, buffalo are beginning to come out and um we're going to continue to find more these people aren't good at covering their tracks because most people in the public and they know this they'll believe the first thing they're told they don't have the time to do the research and this is what doug and i do so this is why they can be sloppy um it's just absolutely incredible by the way doug i want to bring up something else too speaking of uvalde i found out um the assailant ramos purchased his uh i believe it was well the rifle he purchased the rifle for two thousand dollars he could have purchased it privately for 700 in any local gun store why would he pay three times over so i kind of have an answer for this and i'd like your feedback on this the um you go back to the kennedy assassination the italian uh uh, rifle that uh, oswald used allegedly to kill kennedy and i don't buy that he ever fired a shot we won't get into it now but um he ordered this through a mail order house from chicago to be sent to dallas when he could have walked in with no gun registration in 1963 and just ordered whatever gun he wanted used a fake name it wouldn't have mattered but this gun was sent to him and he overpaid for it and it's because they wanted a paper trail of the gun to the man they were gonna frame as the patsy for the Kennedy assassination. I think they wanted a paper trail on this rifle for Ramos, and I think this is the way they guaranteed it happened. So I just that's just my speculation.
1: No, I I I think that's accurate. I think it's accurate because it makes sense. Hey, same thing for Fast and Furious exact same people FBI uh, fast and furious and you know what it reminds me of it, it what this all reminds me of are you familiar with a FBI operation that's called COINTELPRO? Pro yes so the FBI operation called counterintelligence uh, program was something that the FBI used to spy upon American citizens illegally and then subvert their actions illegally, Uh, namely the people that were in the Black Panther Party, the Ku Klux Klan, the Socialist Workers' Party, and then some other left-winging thing back in the 70s. And COINTELPRO effectively spied upon well over 70,000 Americans without them knowing. Because of the way they voted. Because of the way they voted. And they used COINTELPRO, this program, counterintelligence program, uh, to be able to uh, keep ties on people and gather intellectual uh, evidence on people, data on people, because of their political... Motivations. I believe this is my personal opinion. I believe what we are seeing right now is another another style of coin tell pro by the Federal Bureau of Investigations. Take it all the way back to January sixth, and when Trump lost the election. All right, fair or not fair, doesn't matter. He lost the election you take it all the way back from then and then circle back, like Jen Saki would say, all the way to now, it feels like the FBI is helping this government to build a case against a certain portion of people in this country for very nefarious means. Be specific. Is, define nefarious. So, nefarious being They're gathering the intel on people for MAGA, ultra MAGA, Mm -hmm. as violent, revolutionary, domestic violent extremists who don't believe uh, Biden is the president. They don't believe COVID. They don't believe in Fauci. They believe there's a new world order. They believe that there's a one world order that George Soros runs and his hand is tied in everything. Hey, take it all the way back February 7th with the DHS National Bulletin for the uh, National Threat Advisory Bulletin. That's what it says. Do you remember whenever uh, Janet Napolitano was the head of DHS, and she wrote almost the very similar thing for who was on the terrorism advisory watch list? If you were white, Second Amendment, mm-hmm. uh, anti-government to their extent, if you were a returning patriot uh, of any foreign war, if you uh, if you were a Christian, if you believed in the basic fundamentals of the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, they considered you a extremist and put you on this category, which put millions, probably tens of millions, on the yeah. watch list. Ron, very-
0: Ron Paul supporters yep. and Christians too. In fact, they folded that into something called the MIAC report. M I A C. And uh, DHS and the fusion centers had a lot to do with that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And then what did Biden say about a month ago? The worst, most despicable group of domestic terrorists in the history of this country are Trump supporters. Yeah, it's exactly what he said. I heard it it come out of his mouth.
1: Do you know, there's a very similar thing that was said by Adolf Hitler about uh, socialists about communists, and also about Jews and homosexuals, and other people that his Aryan dream nation did not like. And you know what they also used? They also used an intelligence-gathering apparatus of the federal government to spy upon people, to harass people, to illegally detain and illegally arrest without a warrant, their own citizens to the extent that they then had the uniform police then take certain amounts of citizens and put them first into ghettos and from there into the extermination camp. <laughs> Why is it that I am going over active shooter with people? Why is it that I harp on law enforcement so much even when we do a good thing or a bad thing? Because Dave... We are one Swatska flying flag away from going back to this. Uh, History does repeat itself. History does rhyme. There's nothing new under the sun. It will come back. They'll They'll just stamp it with something new. Biden is smelling so much of what Nazi Germany did. I can't believe it's it's not just uh, alarming people left and right. What did Hitler also do? Disarm the populace. Hitler disarmed the populace. He said, the people don't need these types of weapons. That's right. We have that's, law enforcement for this.
0: That's what Trudeau said today. Exactly what he said.
1: Kamala said it. Biden said it. Trudeau said it. Hitler said it first.
0: Yeah, I hear you. We're... Definitely going down that path. Um, Doug, to close this out, would you say that false flag shootings for the purposes of grabbing guns under false pretenses, um, it's mostly a, it's a democratic phenomena?
1: I think it's an American phenomena. And the politicians on the left and the right use it. But it seems to always help the Democrats the most.
0: Okay, I agree with you. Tell people about your show. we got about 30 seconds.
1: All right, American Verdicta Show, you can listen to it on gsradio.net, also KYH 540 Radio. Uh, The American Verdicta Show is also on Rumble, which is having me get a lot of problems with uploading. But YouTube, I have a lot of stuff on YouTube on there. And please check out the Doug and Dave Intel Report, which is also now and on the... Uh, Dave Hodges, the Common Sense Show, .tv. Check it out.
0: Yeah, .tv, and we also have a website at .com. And uh, we, too, are on GSradio.net. And we That's have right. archives there, and you can just navigate around. Doug and I both have independent shows there. And then this show appears on the Common Sense Show, the Doug and Dave Intel Report. And, ladies and gentlemen, you're being massively lied to. And Trump was right when he said... They're not after me. I'm just in the way. They're after you. Doug, thanks so much for joining us. Everybody else, we'll see you back here again next time. God bless. Thanks,
1: Dave.